favorite. Well, hello, Tamara. Hello, Steve. And hello, everyone else. It's Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel. And the experts today, of course, are Marianne Metz, John Weisgarver, and Steve Brown. I and, think uh, we have re- reverberation. Yeah, a little bit. Um, it's pretty, pretty oh, awesome. Oh, I guess that was my right. regular I'm morning like, thing. Ooh, this is weird. What did you have for breakfast? Okay. I'm not telling. Hey, Dave, I think it should set in a different uh, number. So maybe go back to do if, two if it wasn't there. There we go. I think we just might have it now. Hey, wow. <laughs> wow. Oh. I felt like I was in the twilight zone. Oh, gee, I can hope I can do that again when I usually have that happen to me <laughs> without headphones on. Well, hopefully not. But, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not always so easy oh. behind the scenes. But, Ooh. Uh, it's technical. Great. Okay, the phone numbers to call in. 217-356-9397 works out to be 356-WDWS. Or you can text... Hey, wanted to mention the memorials that are available up there still. An incredible selection by the Design Center team. Yes, there are. Mm -hmm. And it's been rocking all week, but yet I think every category is still represented, whether it's a weighted arrangement or a saddle or a hoop or a basket. I think they're all there. There's a huge selection. Just about every color. It is fabulous. Yeah, it's not like they... Quit shipping a couple of weeks ago. They were no. still making as of yesterday. Were they really? Just to oh, try and fit in the price points and fit in the colors. And those guys are sure good. They had the best selection for everybody. So come on out. We're open till 6 today. And tomorrow we're open uh, 10 to 5. And Monday we're open 8 to 5. So if you're looking for memorials still to go out and place this weekend, we've got the best selection in the Midwest. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> what a good way to, to honor your loved ones. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And and that's what Memorial Day weekend is all about. Yeah. <laughs> People occasionally forget about that. It's picnics and all that, but um, yeah. we used to call it decoration day. That's nice. Cuz you always took something out, out to the cemetery. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's decorated true. The decorated the cemetery. That's perfect. Yeah. And it was a nice way, yeah, to share time with your family and just like I'd go out with my mom and learn about the relatives. And yeah, absolutely. Ancestors and whatnot. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, all sorts of services going on on Monday um, at various cemeteries. So that's the nice thing about this year as opposed to last year. We can have those. It can happen, yes. So, yeah, when you do plan to head on out then, then uh, certainly stop by Prairie Gardens and take some beautiful flowers out with you. Okay, I see a familiar look in John and Mary Ann's face this morning. <laughs> this is this is almost typically the look on their face that I see, oh, maybe the middle of July, and I, I didn't get to enjoy it last year because of all the silliness with uh, things being canceled. But Yeah, silliness it was. Prior to that, last year and the year before, about the middle of July, they'd be looking at uh, new varieties for the following that would be available that next year, new introductions, and they were just like, quietly a kid in a candy store <laughs> and they're kind of that way this morning when they're looking at all these cool annuals that are fresh out of the greenhouse i i, I gotta tell you john just um, gave me this handed me this petunia uh, pot he said this is his new favorite just because of the name i would buy this it's called frisky violet yep frisky violet. frisky crazy tunia which is a uh, a line of of petunias okay Crazy Tunia Frisky Violet, and it's a really interesting, uh, really rich purple. Yeah, 
royal purple mm -hmm. with yellow stripes in the middle of each it's uh, petal. Kind of yellow to chartreuse green. So it has kind of a star appearance to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. I think that it's just a, a beautiful contrast. It is. Yes, it is. And just for the name, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. That's that, that first <laughs> caught my eye, the the flower itself. And then when I read the name, I said, got to have it. Well, and in that series, it's going to be a pretty vigorous, yes. uh, rewarding plant, too. Yes. That, the whole Crazy Tunia series is Yes, a good they one. are. Yeah. I like that. And with the whole yeah. Crazy Tunia series, do they all have the various striations? They're not as defined as that. They're all over the board. In yeah. terms oh. of That's because they're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. See? <laughs> I see now. <laughs> Do you know what I put with this? So I, I, I actually designed a pot around this. Oh, cool. Because I saw it. So it's inspiring. Yeah. Around put, frisky uh, violet. The royal velvet. Petunia oh, of course. Purple. Oh. Duh. What, what a classic. And I did angelonia purple. Nice. And I did yellow Lantana. Nice. And lemon coral sedum. Ooh, John, I need pictures. Well, we'll, oh, let, it, we'll let it grow just, just a little chance. bit. We'll let it grow a little bit. Yeah. Nice. There and by go. doing yeah. all of that, you've got spillers and fillers and thrillers. Exactly. You've got all the different heights and shapes. And, all three. And a great variety of textures. Yep. Yeah. And similar watering requirements. Yes. Exactly. It's very important. Very smart. Pretty cool. What else you got here on the table that uh, is making you smile? I saw Marianne stretch and reach for that silver-looking thing. Yeah, honey. I'll tell you what. We've had so many people ask for eucalyptus. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. here it is. Yeah, I wish Finally. we had more. Finally. It's going to be gone quickly here this morning, yeah, folks. Yeah, it yep. will be. Why is eucalyptus so popular? Well, Certainly uh, not because it's easy to say. Smell it. Oh, Unless she has to smell it. Yeah. Oh, I wonder uh -huh. if I What's in those popular cough drops? <laughs> oh. It makes it, it, it oh, makes okay. a, a great cut. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Just, I pinched a leaf just yeah. a little bit. To, yeah, it's, wow. a, it's a great cut flower. Okay. It's, you can find it in dried uh, arrangements or uh, bundles, actually. Well, if you can find it. Plus the texture and the color is pretty I, sharp. Plus that's oh, going to get yeah, that's going to yeah. get three to four feet by the end of the summer. And you it's call good. it silvery, yeah. which it is. It's like a silvery green. Yes, very it pretty. is. So what else is nabbing you here, folks? Well, and Steve, you brought these cool little coleus. Uh, that's fancy a coleus. Feathers. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Fancy that's feathers. It's so so fine and serrated. It's uh, a coleus like it. no other. The colors are similar to some other coleus you would have, but as opposed to a large, flat leaf, these are just a very narrow, lanceolate leaf, um, you know, maybe two inches long by an eighth of an inch wide. It makes me think of the difference between a Japanese maple and a, a, a regular maple. You know how yeah. maple leaves are big, fat, fingered, lobed Okay. Leaves, and then there's the Japanese maples that are finely cut. This is really finely cut coleus, yes. and that really dark purple coloration. What a great texture! I think we've it, got three colors in the series. John's got more of a reddish bronze one, reddish bronze. That's beautiful and then there's color. a that is beautiful. Uh, brighter green with some uh, red or purple in the leaves okay. that are out there too. I so. guess I got to go shopping again today. That's why there's so many <laughs> pots green. in this world because there's so many cool flowers to Good try and green. show off. And and you know what so. it is about these. They just have personality. Yes, they do. <laughs> I feel they really silly do. saying that about Speaking a plant. Speaking of personality, yeah. I meant to bring one, I forgot, but over in the fairy gardening plants oh. that we have inside, you uh -huh. know, we have so many of the sensitive plants now. Oh, yeah. Which are the neat ones where you touch and the leaves curl up. 
Oh. Yeah. There's a nice selection of those. So nice. Those are on my list. I've got to get a couple for sure. We haven't okay. had those in a while. Yeah. Nice what, to see those back. What yeah. are the? What am I looking for? Well, it's it's a it's a it says sensitive plant, and it's a okay, very good. lacy leafed, almost a mimosa or a fern looking type leaf to some. You know, I guess to describe it roughly, but uh, if you touch it, the leaves curl. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Hence yeah. Fun stuff. Plant. And then eventually, do they, you know, fall, uh, oh yeah, unfurl? Turn your back and pff, okay, go right back in business. Oh, how fun! Yeah, it's a fun thing. It's uh, like a sensory thing for kids, especially. Yeah. Yeah. That's just what Kids. I was thinking my grandkids. Well, yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah, who are you getting it for, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. So uh, you got some uh, special annuals right next to you also. Yes, we do. So we started a, another Salvation Army fundraiser, and this goes to support the local Champaign County Salvation Army. Mm-hmm. And so we have some... Um, Garden Star annuals. So it's a series of annuals that includes, I think there's some Cosmos and Vinca, maybe some Zinnia, Coleus, Cleome. Patience. Yeah, just a nice group yeah. of annuals. Yeah. Oh, that, no, 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 no. Four-inch pots, they sell for two ninety nine. So uh, while they last, buy them and the entire two ninety nine goes to the Champaign County Salvation Army. So we're hoping to raise, uh, That's obviously, great. some bucks. And, and they're not shabby plants. I'm sorry, but oh. these are just like great annuals. It's a you guys don't sell shabby. Plants. It's a great addition. <laughs> I know you know. But yeah, look at that one. It's just like standing straight up, and uh, it's vinca, and it already has like four beautiful, bright pink fuchsia, just about blooms. As opposed to all these other things that have bright, colorful things going on, oh, flowers yes. and foliage and. Uh, there's and just purples uh, and yellows and pinks if and you lavenders. If you need a bunch a bunch of stuff, this is the way to do it. What a great way to give back to the community. It's a yes. great way to give back. I yeah. just love it's the idea win. of that. You get, you get some great flowers and you get to donate. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it goes to the Salvation Army. Yep, yeah. I love it. Thank you for doing that, no. Steve. We, and we appreciate the Mary Salvation Angela. Army and what they do for everyone in the community and those passing through that need some emergency assistance. And yes. They, they touch so many lives, whether it's in... The food bank program or whether it's in the toys for tots or whether it's in counseling services or rehabilitation services it's the numbers are amazing and i say this every time we talk about the salvation army in champaign county but i'm still blown away by the number of lives that are touched by the salvation army mm-hmm. and who they help and mm-hmm. how they help there's just so many ways so many diverse ways and it's so neat to be a, a part of that to, yeah. to purchase a plant and, and feel like you're helping and that is giving them with their to mission. them, yes. So yeah. if you want to see what they look like, uh, you can see some pictures at prairiegardens.com. But again, uh, they're two ninety nine annuals. We sell them all day long, really well at that price. But if right now when you buy them, the entire two ninety nine goes to the Champaign County Salvation Army. So and buy as many as you want. Signage? There's, oh, it, yeah. It'd be hard to miss them. They're well signed out in the greenhouse. And okay, they're, they're in uh, small square pods that are yellow. Oh, 65 mile an hour yellow. Remember? Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I didn't know if they were all yellow or not. So yep, they are. all the pots are. All the pots are yellow. Excellent. And the flowers are all over the board. That's oh wonderful. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, so, again, thanks Prairie Gardens. Uh, this is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Our phone number is 356-9397 or text 351-5357. So what else you got there on the cart that you're, uh, I see some 
well, maybe a I, bat plant or what yeah, else? Yeah, some stuff that we don't talk about that's really cool plants. Excellent. We, yeah. Well, and one in my hand is the melon podium. It's a little annual, sunny. It's, it's easy got for just you. great sunny little yellow flowers. Yellow flowers, yeah. Uh, normally, we sell this in our four-pack annuals. Uh, you know, get four plants for a dollar eighty-nine. I know, I love that. Just to have some great yellow blooms all all summer. All summer, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Lots of sun. So, that's the thing about about annuals. You know, people always ask, "I want that perennial that blooms all summer." <laughs> you know, I would too. Uh, <laughs> There's some long yeah, bloom I'm working on it. I'm, I'm working <laughs> but, on it. But I, you know, annuals, it's a trade-off. Annuals bloom all summer. You just have to plant them every year. Perennials, you plant them once, and they're usually there for a long time. But they only bloom have a one bloom time. So mixing the two things is year. perfect. Oh, absolutely. And this is yeah, yeah this is the way to do it for yeah. sure. Yeah, with this choice, lots of have. color. Yeah, had, there's a beautiful. You're talking about coleus. I see the other one back there with the, this guy. Oh, yeah, gorgeous. The, the chartreuse red, green margin. Yes, and, and then and rose coloration in the middle. Yes, and that is just stunning, isn't it? And then the lavender. What else do you want to talk? No, about? No, that's oh, a salvia. Yeah. All you have to do is salvia. salvia. Yeah. That's a salvia. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not it's so petite. That's so cute. I didn't uh, expect that. Hey. Well, it just so happens while we're handling these Salvation Army annuals, Major Randy. Major Randy Summit. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks good for bringing the sunshine this morning. Yeah, thank you. Well, yeah, the rain yesterday wasn't great, but well, apparently it, we needed it. Is, so it, is the warm right behind it? it? I'm hoping. <laughs> okay. I'm hoping. <laughs> we'll oh, yeah. It. The sun came out in time for the So the what's going weekend. on for the Champaign County Salvation, Salvation Army? What, uh, how's the year been so far with... Um, not bad. Again, it's been very busy, of course, because the need has been great. Um, there's mm. several things that we're concerned about, but things are going well. I mean, uh, we're seeing lots of people who are coming in, lots of people who are needing assistance, and so far we've been able to help them with that. Uh, there's a couple of big things on the horizon, but, you know, we're hoping that things continue to go well. And, of course, uh, a lot of that is due to, in fact, to uh, all of our supporters, especially like, again, uh, that's why I'm here at Prairie Gardens. We love you guys. Uh, uh, thank you again. I wanted to first come back and say thank you for back in April uh, when you did that pleasure. fundraiser. And that was so wonderful, you know, and now, and now another one. It's just amazing. So thank you so much for all the support you guys give us. But our that's, what make, that's what makes it possible. Well, we're proud of what you guys do to the community and, and very grateful and humbled to uh, be a part of it in ever such a small way, a tiny way but yeah. just, a way, just you know, again just the numbers are staggering and mm. then just you know personal testimony in terms of what people have experienced in their lives and how it's turned things around for exactly. them exactly god god is really good to us i mean he really is he takes care of us and uh we're looking at our finances and realizing that you know we are okay you know are we are we terrific no but we are okay i mean nothing <laughs> nothing has to close nothing is going down nothing is being happened to be reduced or any service like that so we're doing very well god is good uh we're seeing you know 40 50 people a day at our pantry uh, we're, we're serving uh, i don't know probably 10, 15 people a week through our utility programs for American Water and Aaron uh, and those programs. We have several people in hotels that we're taking care of. So for the homeless, uh, our veterans program is growing. And that's just another whole story right there, the veterans program, because they're doing so many things. But good. yeah, things things are going well. Things are really awesome. good. And a lot more with female veterans, too. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Well, and, and it, that one changes so often. It goes up and down, up and down. Because, okay. again, you might remember we were going to be opening a small, very small shelter for women. And then because COVID hit, 
that number went down to almost nothing. So mm. at this point, we're trying to open uh, a men's shelter. Again, okay. very small, like for five guys. That's it. But they have to be veterans. That's very specific. Have to be veterans. Um, and that one's hopefully about to open. As a matter of fact, it should be any day now. Mm. We're waiting approval to come through for the federal government so but yeah things are growing things are going well so we're really happy that's awesome that's good Great. news but on top of the traffic that you probably normally see last year this whole past year has been uh probably really doubled and tripled the amount of foot traffic you've seen yeah yeah it has yeah um because again the need has been there and people are and, and luckily uh, that's why we're here uh that number has gone up because that tells us that people aren't spending their money um on other things that they're they're coming to us and, and we're helping them with the food and those things so they can pay their rent so they can't say because that's one of the biggest concerns right now that's coming up here well right now we're in the middle of it um is the eviction thing that's about to happen we're very oh, concerned oh, about yeah. the number of people who may be homeless so uh, no one really knows for sure because until it actually happens, we'll find out. But uh, we're right on the edge of that, and so yeah, we're a little uh, anxious uh, for the people who are out there who uh, may not have made wise choices with their finances. And so, but we're still going to be there to help them. So yeah, do what we can to just didn't make have sure. the luck. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's wonderful though that you are keeping an eye on things like that and trying to prepare for that kind of need what in advance. Can. Yeah, exactly. Trying to do all we can, partnering with the community to. Make sure all of us are doing our part to help as many as possible. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. That's I love great. It. So, like again, that. the annuals that are available here. It's a special group of four-inch potted annuals, and it's hard to miss because they're well signed out in the greenhouse, uh, fresh out of the greenhouse literally yesterday, uh, four-inch yellow pots, and a variety. There's vincas and cleome and salvia and cosmos and coleus and impatiens and oh, melopodium and whatever. <laughs> they're two ninety nine each, $2.99 each. And uh, are a great value at that price, and the entire two dollars and ninety-nine cents goes to the Champaign County Salvation Army. Yeah. So come on out and shop for some beautiful annuals. Please. Yep. Yeah. So if I remember correctly, your wife gardens just a little bit, doesn't she? Yeah, just a little. Uh, again, here lately she's been rather ill, not been able to do a lot. But yeah, oh, her hostas and all those things outside the house and around the edges of the bushes and stuff. So yeah, uh, we have flowers all over the place when you come up on our front porch. So yeah, she does. That's nice. Awesome. That's great. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that was one of the other reasons why the, when the invitation came, she goes, "Oh, great, good. So you can pick some of those up, right?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. a good husband. Good yeah. for you. <laughs> you gots to. Yeah, yeah, that's fabulous. So what's going on in everybody else's guard, gardens and yards? Garden. Guards and yardens. <laughs> oh, nothing. Nothing. No. You mean it's still yeah. sitting there? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was loving it yesterday in between the rains because I was outside just pulling those weeds. Oh, they came out pretty easy, the didn't they? roots came out beautifully. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I love this. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. So how about you, John, Marianne? Any chance to get up off of a chair once your body crashed into it not not so much but <laughs> <laughs> i did get a plant uh, a few containers on wednesday yay even though it was wet what's great about the containers yeah you can do it you can always work right. in them yep. you know yeah i mean it's really hard to mess up you know we talked about how you can't plant in the ground in most cases when it's just too wet because yeah. you'll damage the soil the structure and plants won't will, you know probably never recover from that um, but in a, if you're using a well-drained potting mix, it's impossible yeah. to mess that up. That's, yeah. So you can go ahead and plant even after, when it's soaking wet, and you're going to still do pretty good. Speaking yeah. of which, yeah. I just had three tents in the rain yesterday. 
And that really? was what I had in the rain before that. So Three tenths? Three tenths of an inch. Okay. Yes, so not quite a half an not inch. Not nearly as much as I... It so seems like so it rained. Spotty, it, it seems like it rained a lot more than that, but and maybe it did here. I don't know. I think I just total was, rainfall of the last 36 hours, I'm sure, 48 hours, some places probably got an inch and a half or more. and Yeah. Some places, places not. Some yeah. places like your place. Yeah. Yeah, I seemed I like I got a lot. Yeah. It was really wet. I, yeah, our yep. creek bank was up quite a bit, I noticed, on the way to work oh, this cool. morning. So, yeah. so, what you you talked to us about the frisky violet container that you worked on. Any other ones that you were particularly inspired with, as far as? Uh, yeah, I want to know what you put in the other containers, John. Oh. That you worked on this week. First of all, where were they going to go? Some place specifically, like front door. Ha! You ask him that. Like there wasn't <laughs> a plan for where it was going to be and how much light it was going to get. So the ones, so the ones I did uh, on Wednesday were where I get sun where I get uh, about five hours of sun. So I can do annuals pretty successfully. I I messed around with Lantana last year, and it did really great. That's awesome. So, yeah. In such a wooded environment that you have, that you have that. And you got to know, you got to be in an environment for a while to see the the sun patterns and the water flow patterns through your uh, property and just so you can use them, right? Right. And you obviously did. You found it. So it's been a struggle. You could almost do tomatoes, but not quite. I don't want them at the front door. Oh, okay. It oh, was what a, a cool there, thing, Somebody though. did suggest that. <laughs> what a, that would be an awesome thing to do, though. Yeah. Come knock at your front door and stand there and have tomatoes have while tomatoes. you're waiting yeah. for the door to be answered. I could just linger I think that's a very linger friendly, answering very so you friendly thing to do. Yes. <laughs> I'm really good with making signs. I can put one that says, help yourself. There you go. <laughs> see? <laughs> that's a good idea, yeah. Randy. Yeah, why not put tomatoes anywhere you want to? I, we, we, we've had people you know asking those kinds of questions for years. Just, you know, it can be part of your ornamental garden. It, you can oh, have, sure. You can have a tomato in there, or you can have a pepper in there, or even some corn stalks. Ooh, what structure that would be. That would be great. Oh, yeah. Talk yeah. about a thriller. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I kind of envision Marianne uh, getting on top of some of this. I don't know. I don't think I want to do that much work. Okay. I certainly don't want to do it for the squirrels. There you go. Ooh, I'm at war with them. So I know uh, mm-hmm. when we talked last week, you had a number of uh, some perennials and maybe some shrubs placed in the uh-huh. beds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to make sure that's about where you wanted to place them. Did you get any of them in the ground? About 90% of them. And did most of them wow. stay where you had them placed, or did the G scoochie? <laughs> well, of course they scooched. Okay. I'm sorry. That's the beauty of pots. You can sit them and look at sit them where you think you want them and, and look at them for a little while. Yeah. And that, nope, it goes over there. Well, yeah, or yeah, the scoochie is important. Yeah, dig in the hole. Yeah. if you sit in one spot and it looks perfect, but then you sit in another spot and it's like, well, you know, if it were only a half inch this way, then it'd be okay. Well, then, <laughs> so you just scooch it. <laughs> if you scooch it, she had to rotate it after it was scooched, too. Oh, yeah. Well, there's always, the, every right. plant has a face. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. So you just have to keep turning it until it's there. That's why I love coming so. to you here, guys. I got to tell you, I love coming to, to visit with you because I learn all these technical terms like scooch. <laughs> See, scooch. not everybody's aware of those things, Randy. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. yeah, this yeah I mean, is... I can't pronounce any of the names of those flowers, but I can say scooch. <laughs> scooch, <laughs> and, right. and all the plants have a face, you know? Exactly. We exactly. pretty much, I don't think any of our words have more than six letters. That, that many? For technical terms. Scooch yeah. is about the longest. Yeah. That is a long one. You know, well, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, you. I was you. doing that too on Wednesday. I've been planning out uh, where to plant some more hydrangeas and you know, oh, yeah. some Japanese forest grass and things. 
I've been moving them, scooching them. <laughs> yes. And then, you know, as you as you walk around and you look at it from a different angle, then it's not quite right. So mm-hmm. you know, you got to make sure that it's going to be in the right spot. Absolutely. Well, and you said something a couple of minutes ago, and I never had a chance to thank you. Uh, back during Christmas time, when we were doing all the interviews, we I was looking for a present for my wife, and you recommended uh, one of the bird feeders. Uh, because it's squirrel proof, and I just wanted to commend you because it actually is. It really is. Yeah. And it oh my works gosh. really well. Yeah, you know, because we have like five now out there, so she can see all the birds. Oh, that's and awesome. And there's one that lasts, and it's the one that and we bought that here, the, that globe one. That I, I got to yeah, tell you, about I, that's one of the biggest complaints about bird feeding that I get from people. Oh, yeah. You know, if you've got something that's squirrel proof, well... Squirrels can pretty much get wherever they want, but there's a few uh, clever designers out there that have come up with. It with just always reminds me of Ed Kelly and how he would say he'd put uh, Vaseline on the mm-hmm. on the pole leading up to the bird feeder. How entertaining it was to and watch just, him try yeah, to get up. Watch yeah. the squirrels trying to get up that yeah. pole. <laughs> I have a vision that in the flamethrower weed eater. So. <laughs> right, flame it's flamethrower weed eater. Uh, Ed was all about uh, getting rid of weeds with a flamethrower. Okay. Uh, they are, and yeah, I'm sure if you did it properly, I'm sure it would Well, work. you know what? The, that piece of equipment is actually out there for weeding. It is. What? Yeah, S- different size strange propane, but true. propane container. Shut the front door. You've got to carry a little strange propane container with you, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, now I'm going to have to get a flamethrower to take care of my weeds. It's really good at killing the tops, but it doesn't always kill That's the That's for roots. the serious. Oh, That's the serious. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you know what I did this last week that was really gratifying, though, is I started thinning out some of my trees, like the Japanese maples. That mm. um, I mean, pff, gosh, they've been this spring has been, has been great for flowering trees, and my mm. Japanese maples with nice full color. Are yours in good color? Your Japanese maples? Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, okay, so they they're growing really well. So they get really thick sometimes, and going in and cutting off the little branches to open up the tree, or so that it's not. I have one that's a little bit too close to the sidewalk, so I prune that side so it forces oh, yeah. it to go in a different direction. And that way you can see the color inside the yeah. tree, too, which oh my gosh. contrasts with the color that's on the exterior, oh, typically. Yeah. Yep, it's, yeah. it's really fun. I'm just thinking just so air that's, circulation, that's kind of a, right? Yeah, I, it was really a, a, a gratifying thing to do because it's immediate gratification. It better be gratifying because yes. you took that branch off. That's and you're right. And you're not putting and it back. Not putting it back on. It's staying off. Yep, that's right. <laughs> this is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. You can call 356-9397 or text 351-5357. And I have a text here. It says, I have English iris that I planted in a very large bed about seven years ago. And up until last year, they performed quite well. Since then, they have colonized in three different areas. And the original planting no longer blooms. And I was wondering if you had any advice. Can I bring that original planting back to bloom? Or do I just need to remove those and get some new plantings to put in there? Well, first of all, I'm, I don't... I don't think I know the term English iris. English, uh, is it like I a, know a German, German bearded? I know a German bearded. I I know a Japanese iris. Um, she knows I know a Dutch. S- Siberian, Dutch, um, Spanish. There's a lot of different iris, but I don't wow. know the English. But anyway, most most iris I think have a tendency to um, kind of die out in in from the original uh, start of it as it as it ages. You know, we all kind of decline as we age, but so do iris. Uh, sometimes you just have to dig it up and divide. 
get some of the new stars and start it over and make sure it's not planted too deep because I think a lot of times that's what happens to iris they get planted too deeply. How, <clears throat> how deeply should they, they be planted? Well, I, I think that the corms should be just showing at the soil surface. Oh. Ju- just barely, not right. setting on top of the soil surface, but just barely showing-ish. Okay. Yeah. And sometimes over the years... Uh, you can have a buildup of of mulch, exactly, and then it's the the plants start to to get buried deep under that, and oh, that okay. causes a decline, which as well. makes them decline. Yeah, exactly. and the area could be becoming more shaded than what yeah, it once was too, too when it was first planted. So oh, right. probably taking a look at all of those factors together and make sure you have a good sunny spot that it's drained well, it's not planted too deep, and that it's a fresh, more vigorous. Yeah. Peace and not the old center. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen that happen a lot of times with German bearded anyway, um, that the center just kind of gets too old to produce, but they've, you know, they spread out quite a lot. So there's a lot of material to be working with that you can start a new clump. Okay. Yeah. So the question, if they're asking, looks like, um, yeah, can they bring the original old clump back? answer is kind of no, not really. Well, yeah, answer is absolutely. Uh, okay. So all the new material around it. So From the new material, though. This, it's, it's the same plant. It's just offshoots of the same plant. So okay. just the center of the plant isn't as vigorous as the outside edges of it. Okay, so let's just pretend that this English iris is really a German bearded iris for now. Okay. And so it's going to be this bigger, thicker rhizome. Mm-hmm. How aggressive would you recommend that she be in terms of trying to dig it and divide it and do it now versus some other time of year what would your recommendation be a couple of fans yeah now or later or what would you do uh, typically in june after they're finished flowering and which okay. doesn't seem to be the case for her anyway right right so don't get on it right now or or you could Except that it's a little bit too wet. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Wait till it dries out and get up. And it is, June. I think June is uh, Tuesday, is it not? Mm-hmm. So, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's there. We're right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, I th- I, and you're right. Once they stop blooming. Yeah. yeah. And that's the yeah. case with most things, don't you think? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, so, I shouldn't have dug up that tree penny while it was in full flower? <laughs> gotcha. I wouldn't think you should, no. <laughs> okay. I, I do recall that... Um, the, the production company that I worked with, we had three acres of German bearded iris. Oh, my goodness. And it was an interesting process. But it was always in June and July that we were harvesting, uh, so after flower. And it was we were usually cutting the iris down to a single fan, uh, which is one growing uh, bulb. Okay. And it was cut in a fan shape. So there was not much foliage, but the foliage comes out very quickly yeah. from cutting it back like that. But yeah, it's nice. Not not a a real involved process. Well, it is an involved process, but it's not not tricky by any means. Okay, good. So take it down to two or three. Two fans? or three fans, yeah. Yeah. All right. And then don't plant it any deeper than it was. And if for some reason it was planted too deeply, raise it up. Raise, raise it up, up a little yeah. bit. So, like Marianne said, you see, not just sitting on top, but. Just halfway down. Slightly, yeah. Maybe. Slightly buried. Because it's a horizontal thing and not a vertical right. deal. Yeah. Do you want the fans stick the fan blade sticking up out of the ground? Right. The, the leaves come up straight, but the, 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 the fat tuber thing that you're planting is going to be going sideways. Gotcha. Like it's... Oh, got it. Okay. All right. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number, and Nancy's calling in from Pasodum. 
Good morning, Nancy. Thanks for calling in. Good morning. I'm doing great. Um, Good. I have just this week earlier had um, three uh, sad pines cut down. And uh, my arbor, as I discovered this morning, uh, is now in full sun. So I was um, wondering about a climbing flowering plant that I could put on my arbor. I've tried that. I I wanted to do this, but it was in it was so covered in shade. I didn't uh, ever accomplish that. So now I have sun on it. Well, you have a lot of opportunities yes. now. Yes, you do. What's the arbor made from? Yes, Nancy? I do. What material? Um, it's a uh, wrought iron. It's wrought iron. And nice. r- roughly about how tall above the ground and how wide is it and is the opening? Um, let's see. I'm really set. It's probably, well, it's as wide as a sidewalk. And um, and then, I, you know, I suppose it's like six foot or whatever, seven foot at the most. Are you going to use this walk frequently? No. I'm not. Are you thinking of <laughs> So you don't actually walk you don't actually walk under it. It's just a a nice piece. visual. Yeah. Garden mm-hmm. piece. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It's been at the end of the sidewalk for the front of the house for the a very, long time. And uh, That's nice. Yeah, and it's just kind of been a sad arbor out there. And I wanted so, it and I kept it, but now it's like really in the sun, so I can hopefully grow something there. Right. What would be your choices, Mr. Weisenheimer? Well, my, Ms. Metz? my first choice would be the the clematis. I think it'd be very beautiful. What a great choice! Yeah, I've, I enjoy those quite a lot, clematis. Yeah. But um, there's, you know, you can go with annuals if you need something to cover the arbor. Right now, we've got some lovely annual climbers. Um, a number of them, actually, that do just fine in the sun, which they would sure. be very gratifying this year and give you time to think about what it is you want. I if you like want that something idea. Perfect. That's a good idea. Do something for quick growth and flowers all summer long now. Yeah. Kind of decide what you want permanently. And maybe you'll want to keep doing the annual vine uh, every yeah, maybe year, too. Like it might that. be so right. rewarding. Exactly. But, yeah. And, in so fact, I did that. It's with I, I had uh, uh, some... Uh, trellis is growing up the side of a garage and I planted clematis on them like John was suggesting and I really liked it but it was like you know I think I want something different there this year than last year so I took the clematis out and put them out on out in the garden and on on their own trellises and and now I plant annuals there every year so I can change it nice to fit the color I want or that's fun right yeah there's great choices you know there's the the morning glory the the Car- black eye the black eyed susan oh those are great yeah, the, the cardinal, the cardinal. Moonflowers. Hyacinth bean. Yep. I love hyacinth Just morning glory. You guys are I going too glories. fast. He's down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A podcast I, I think the they show. want to come out and do it with you. They're kind of excited. <laughs> yeah, well, we will. Uh, yeah. But those are, those those were all annuals. Yeah. I believe it looks at a climbing hydro. Uh, you know. Climb, climbing hydrangeas are, the climbing hydrangeas are really pretty, but they belong in the shade. So you might have had that opportunity before, but now I think that's the wrong choice. And they're really a clinging vine and not a twining vine. Yeah. So they're not going to, they want to dig into some material, whether it's stone or brick or masonry or cedar or something like that. Yeah. So probably not the right choice for that. Otherwise, you'd find yourself having to support that all the time. Yeah. I think Marianne had a great idea as far as maybe trying one of these annual ones now. 
get a sense for it and get a sense for um, what you want to do permanently. And if you go with a perennial vine, I would probably just be concerned about having something that would be too woody, too heavy. Yeah. Right. You know, it's probably not the right thing for wisteria. It's no. probably not the right thing for trumpet vine. Yes. Right. Honeysuckle, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Roses, maybe. Yeah. So, but, but you know, another idea uh, you could do like the Boston Ivy as a base. Oh yeah. For and oh, that way you could add the annual with it. Exactly. And you'd get a lot of a lot of coverage that way too. It's a very English garden look too. In my mind, yeah. I see that perfectly. That's cool. I like yeah. it. And how would how would that look in the winter time? Well, in the fall, it has a pretty pretty leaf. Okay. But then, of course, and then it loses you know, then its, its foliage and lost. Yeah. Okay. Well, we just got a fresh shipment of clematis in Wednesday. Yep. Or Thursday, so there's actually a nice color selection out there where previously we were almost out, and then I think we'll have a hopefully have a few more coming in this yes. next Wednesday too. Yes. So, um, and they are in bud and bloom, okay. so you can kind of see see the see color the itself versus just going from the picture tag or going from a phone picture. So, Nancy, your your options are just like all over the place right now. Go for it. Yeah. I see that. Well, the uh, let me just clarify. In the fall, I've got friends I know that just like cut it all the way down and let it grow back the next year. Is that the clematis? Kind of what you do? The clematis yeah. is that what you're asking? Uh, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Depends upon the clematis. Yeah, yeah there's type, different different types. That yeah. some of them can be cut down to the ground. Some right. of them can't. All right. And with those, you can mix two different ones. And I have, get have some more color, color going on, yeah. 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 Plant one color on one side, another color on the other, or right. two on one side. They might have Does a that help at all, Nancy? Might have a different bloom time as well. Yeah, that's right. true. That's right. a good point, too, yeah. yeah. Does that help, Nancy? <laughs> Her head's been Too much help? <laughs> <laughs> Major Randy's shaking his head now. Yeah, I know, right? I have to search you out when I get out. All right. climbers. Um, I, I'll, I'll come out and look at them. They're right, That's great. right in the middle of the really big greenhouse and towards the far end. Uh, yep. They have little bamboo trellises okay. in the pots. Thanks, Nancy, for okay. calling in. All right. Okay. Take care. 356-9397. This is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Pat is calling in from Posotum. Good morning, Pat. Steve will be with you in just Good a moment. Morning. Good okay, morning. How can we help you? Uh, I was just going to tell Nancy, I honeysuckle, and she can come over and look at mine since we live both live in Pasolum. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sweet of you, too. Honeysuckles are great, aren't they? Yeah. Boy, the fragrance well, and the flowers. Well, not only that, you get these little tiny birds that come back every year, the oh, hummingbirds. Yeah. Oh, nice. what a big plus. My question, yeah. That's fabulous. My, my question is, you were talking about irises. Someone gave us some bulbs, and they come. They bloom twice a year. They're gorgeous. And this year, I for some reason, I think there must be sixty in one spot. We we put them in three or four different spots because they were so pretty. But they come. They bloom it twice a year. Yeah, they're reblooming iris. Definitely. Um, I. Yeah. I think I wasn't able to, to, to get any for us to sell this year of the rebloomers. It was mostly just the single bloomers. But we've, in the years past, we've had a number of, of reblooming iris here in a lot of different colors. They're usually not quite as tall as German bearded's. Um, but man, they're so gratifying. 
They're just yeah, it's beautiful. such a such a surprise to see them at the end of the season too, isn't it? It's like it's flowering again. It's, it's so cool. It's, yeah, usually about October they come start exactly. Again. Yep, right. Yeah, exactly. Should I cut them? Should I cut them down now or just pluck them? Pluck them. Pluck them or deadhead them. What are going to call them? Just deadhead them. <laughs> deadhead Don't them. cut the foliage. Just deadhead them. Yeah, just deadhead. Yeah, okay. All right. Here in the spring, and then, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yep. Thank you much. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks you for calling in, Pat. Good day and a weekend. Bye-bye. You Thank also. you so much. You too. All right. Uh, let's go on to Steve, who's calling in from Princeton. Steve, we've got just a couple of minutes left, so I hope we can get you all in. Okay, I'll make it quick, but in previous shows when planting the garden, you've talked about a certain plant, but the one I'm talking about is the carrot family, and I didn't know if you guys do, is the carrot family that hard to kill with the herbicide? Because when you start driving around the countryside, maybe in June or July, you'll see these big white plants growing, and if you Google them, they're called the wild carrot, but I haven't found a herbicide that'll kill them, and Roundup, uh, you know, Weed sprays, they stun them, but they always grow out of it. And I didn't know if you're familiar with the wild carrot plant or not, but it's connected to the carrot that we plant in our garden, and I didn't know it was so hard to kill. Yeah. It's that big old long taproot that is your enemy. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's tough. So do you have, like, hundreds of them or tens of them? Well, they'll grow by the hundreds if you don't keep, but you keep mowing them off, and they keep coming up, and then that root becomes real bigger and bigger each time you mow them off. Where are you now? Do you have tens of them or hundreds of them? Uh, probably. They're just starting to come now, but hundreds of them. Oh. Yeah. I was just going from the direction of whether you could cut them down and then dab a, a concentrated herbicide on them, but... Um, I think you're going to have to consider just a non-selective herbicide and stick with it for two or three sprays. Add some liquid dishwashing detergent to the mix, and it's you know you're probably talking about Queen Anne's lace. Yeah. is probably what you're talking about. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. But All uh, right. but like I said, it can be a nuisance, and it grows wild. It's pretty until yes. it kind of folds up and makes those seeds. Yeah, yeah right. don't let it flower. Don't let it flower. <laughs> don't let it flower. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Good luck. Okay. With thank that. you. Thanks, Steve. Take care. Mm-hmm. All when, right. When I was a kid, we used to uh, cut those in, for bouquets. Did you? That's and nice. put them in colored food coloring in the water let, so they would the turn water, different yeah. colors. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Major Andy Summit with the Salvation Army. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. I, I learned so much here, so I'm going to scooch, pluck, and deadhead. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. I, I am learning so much. I love this coming out of here to join you guys. How about that? <laughs> right. Yeah. Everything again, you learned in kindergarten, right? So we got a Salvation Army fundraiser. Yes. All the proceeds go 100% goes to the Champaign County Salvation Army. Let's, so let's help them with all the great services they provide. Uh, annual pots, two ninety nine. Uh, per pot, the whole two dollars and ninety-nine cents goes to the Champaign County Salvation Army. We have thousands, and we'd like to sell them all. And look for the yellow pots, yellow look square pots, and the signs. And, and the again, signs. don't check. Forget to check out the memorials. I've seen a bunch of them going out already this morning here. Yeah, okay. Tremendous selection that we've got. We're open till six today, ten to five tomorrow, and eight to five on Monday. That's great. Thanks so much, you guys. You've Thank been you. listening to. Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with experts Marianne Metz, John Weisgarber, and Steve Brown. Our special guest today was Major Randy Summit with the Local Salvation Army. I'm Tamara McDaniel. My uh, on-site engineer is Brooke Sholem. 
and my in-studio producer is Dave Leak. A podcast of this show will be available later today at WDWS.com as well as previous episodes if you want to listen. Have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend and thanks for listening.